Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today I turn 39. I thought I'd use this opportunity to reflect on two interesting birthdays that I've experienced. Normally my birthday is pretty muted. For a good number of my birthdays, my wife has been away, she's away for this birthday. So typically, if we celebrate my birthday, we'll go out to a meal, usually after the actual date, or occasionally before the date, but in this case we're going after and I think we're just going to have a steak. The general rule associated with steakhouses is just avoid all sides, avoid everything. I mean, maybe if you're lucky, get a, like a lobster bisque or something like that. But just, it's about the meat. And if you order sides at steakhouses, I've usually found it just to be completely comatosing. Anyway, I'm going out for a steak <laughs> this birthday. Sometime in the future, I think this Saturday, as opposed to the actual birthday itself. But I wanted to talk about two birthdays that I had previously that were particularly interesting. The first birthday was when I was travelling in 1999, and I turned 23. I woke up in Berlin, staying with my friend Nick Gaffney. This was at the transitional point. The Rushkov article had come out a few days before, maybe four or five days before, and I collected a wide variety of pieces of email while I was in Bonn and then Berlin, and I was just in a different place. Like, it, things in my life had changed. I realised that perhaps based on the trajectory of this article, I could leave Australia and I could return to the US and begin my work with startups and various other things. So it was a real turning point, and I went out... Well, to start off with, I left Berlin and went to Vienna, and I flew there during the day, and I arrived in Vienna, and Vienna was just amazing. This trip was... Very insightful for me because it was my first time going to Germany, my first time going to Vienna, my first time going to Switzerland, and I realized that I actually really like Germanic culture. I had a kind of negative, alienated view of this through my father, or at least through, you know, stories my father would tell and my grandfather and these kind of things. But when I actually arrived in Germany, I realized that this was like a missing part of me. In particular, Berlin was just so amazing. I mean, Bonn was quite sterile. I went to Köln while I was in Bonn. I travelled by train to Köln. But Berlin just struck me as the kind of place where I could spend vast quantities of time and still not really have a sense of the city. Anyway, I flew from Berlin to Vienna and just wandered around Vienna, like, stunned at just the architectural beauty. It's a very easy city to move around, or at least the central part of Vienna. I recall, I think, maybe by Vienna I was booking meals with people associated with a Rushkov article, but I had dinner by myself in a sushi house for my 23rd birthday, and then because I had a digital camera, I took a little bit of video footage, which I think appeared in an ape reality many, many years ago, or the audio at least, the video footage of me singing happy birthday to myself in this amazing kind of palatial hotel room that I had, which was four rooms. It had a reading room. It had a kitchen. It had the the master bedroom. Then it had another room off the reading room, which I think was really for like having formal meals or something like that. It was just a really beautiful hotel in the center of Vienna. And I recall from most of this trip that what I did was actually at every destination, I didn't typically have hotel rooms booked. I just talked to the local taxi drivers and they would take me to like nice unknown hotels. 
And this was one of these places. I'm sure the taxi drivers probably got kickbacks from the hotels. But this was just a palatial hotel, just an amazing experience. The next birthday that I'd like to talk about was 2004, so I must have been 28 at that birthday. And my wife and I went to Liverpool. Now, it was raining for most of the time we were in Liverpool initially, like really heavy downpour, like not even going out kind of rain, saturating rain. It also was somewhat comically the time that our car was robbed. But basically all the thieves did was steal all the junk, like old flip-flops and things like that, from the back seat of the car. So when we when we came to collect our car, they had like a tear-off pamphlet. Like they had so many car thefts that the car theft report was like a, a stack pad that they just ripped the top sheet off and passed to you to report what had been stolen. No chance of ever rectifying the car theft problem and it almost was like the car thieves were in cahoots with the folks that ran the the parking lot but thankfully the car itself wasn't stolen just the contents within it we went and saw a u-boat which at the time was kind of suspended on the horizon very beautifully at a navy museum which was just a series of boats you could go into and a submarine that you could go into and this amazing U-boat, it's now been broken up apparently and is at a, like a ferry terminal on the other side of the Mersey. And Liverpool for me, as I've noted, associated with music and understanding a little bit more with the Beatles and immense poverty, was a really interesting time in my life. Through the raining period initially, the first probably day, I wrote a lot of postcards. But then we got out, you know, we went and did a few of the Beatles-related things. I don't think... I mean, maybe in driving we might have seen Penny Lane, but I don't think we... We didn't do any of the kind of standard hop-on, hop-off Beatles things. We went to the cavern where they first played. We did some kind of harsh wandering, but just being in Liverpool was just really interesting. I mean, similar to actually Berlin in the fact that there was still war damage from the Second World War, although, unlike Berlin, they hadn't rebuilt the war-damaged buildings. So some, I mean, there, you know, there was a cathedral and various other things in Berlin that had been bombed, which they'd maintained as a kind of folly to human stupidity. But in Liverpool, they had bombed out buildings that just never, economically, they'd never had the money to fix up. Very, very strange environment to be in. But yes, another really interesting birthday experience. So as I turn 39, I don't know what there is to say. I'm recording this on the Tuesday, I turn 39 on the Thursday, and in between now and then is a somewhat potentially raucous community meeting that I'm chairing a section of. Although I'm not really clear whether or not I'm chairing it, but anyway, I'm going to be in attendance, I'm probably going to be questioned. But thankfully, the computers and internet that I've donated money to the community centre in order to have, are finally in place. So the computers work, the internet works, and this has been a two-month project. I'm going to continue to put money into the community centre so the computers can actually improve. So hopefully the children that attend the community centre will grow in number and also really heavily utilise the stuff that's available there. That, if anything, is probably a good birthday present to have. In terms of gifts, my wife delegated after the whole bow incident, which may or may not have actually made short funk. But anyway, let's say after the bow incident, my wife delegated the gift purchasing to me, and I purchased a digital composition 
project that I think I don't even know what it's called actually. It's Apple's Pro version of GarageBand that has all the instruments from GarageBand that I really, really, really miss from GarageBand. But now you can download in this Pro version of GarageBand, which name escapes me. Anyway, that's my birthday gift from my wife to myself. It's already being utilized associated with the 20 years of Noble Ape compositions. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.